You're listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible is Literature. Hi, this is Father Mark Bulos, and you are listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible as Literature podcast. This week, Father Paul touches on the literary function of Ephraim and Manasseh, who become the colonel of the northern kingdom in the story of the biblical Israel. I am delighted to introduce Father Paul on the Bible as Literature podcast, Tarazi Tuesdays. And then obviously has two dreams and so on, the seven cows and the other seven cows. And then Joseph says in 25, the dream of Pharaoh is one. Okay, how he links the two. And this goes hand in hand with what I told you earlier about his story. Otherwise, it doesn't function. If the two dreams are dealing with two different realities on the ground. And then 32, you see, just hear the text. And the doubling of Pharaoh's dream means that the thing is fixed by God and God will shortly bring it to pass. This is reflecting the urgency. And we have this verse 33 that I quoted earlier. Now therefore, let Pharaoh select a man discreet and wise. Nabon means full of understanding, Hakam means wise, and set him over the land of Egypt. And then I read to you earlier, verse 38, and Pharaoh said to his servants, can we find such a man as this in whom is the Spirit of God? And I said that this comes again in Isaiah chapter 42. Then 41, Behold, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. So, you have the land of the Hebrews. Joseph was functional there with his dreams regarding his brothers and now he is going to be functional in the land of Egypt with the dreams of Pharaoh. Now, an extremely interesting ending of chapter 41 is that Joseph was very revered and honored that Pharaoh gave him in marriage Asenat, the daughter of Potiphera, priest of On, in verse 45. From whom, in verse 50 and 51, he has his two famous sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, that become the kernel of the major kingdom in the story of biblical Israel, which is the kingdom of the north of Israel. The names are very interesting. They are explained, the first one in verse 21, God has made me forget all my hardship and all my father's house. And the other one, Ephraim, remember my comments on Ephrata, from the root, fruitful. God has made me fruitful 
in the land of my affliction, here we have the word Oni. So both names, as most of the names in the Bible, are reflective of the situation. But what I would like to stress here is that Ephraim and Manasseh, which is the kernel of the kingdom of Israel later, are made out of a Hebrew slash Israelite and a Gentile, the daughter of the high priest of On, already there. Which means what we hear in Isaiah 42 and 49 about the mission of the servant to Israel or the remainder of Israel and Gentiles is already happening here at the end of Genesis 41. Let me repeat, we have the two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, born in Egypt from Joseph and Asenat. Actually, I just learned lately that Asenat is a saint in the Catholic Church and she has a day, December 13. Now, am I impressed with that? Obviously not, the way I'm not impressed with it. But the fact that the Catholics decided for that, it's on the basis of the teaching of Paul. And we're not talking about a Gentile in the New Testament. You're talking about a senat. But that's the way it is. That's what we did out of the literature of Scripture. We made a Hollywood movie a la postmodernism. And both the Egyptians and the Hebrews were saved together from famine. My other conclusion if Manasseh and Ephraim are the kernel of what the biblical Israel is, then there is no national purity as in Judaism slash Judah. With which both Jews and Christians are enamored. Which is reflected on the ground of Europe today. I'm sure you heard more than one article decrying the hypocrisy of Europe. Open-handedly and open-heartedly, they welcome the Ukrainians because they are Europeans. But earlier they didn't do so with the Syrians, Iraqis and Afghanis. Why? We know why. Actually, until now, I heard in the news that at the same time there were Ukrainians and there were also few black people that were living or studying in Ukraine at the border and they were pushed back. The Ukrainians were welcome. So please, friends, do not follow the news, especially in the United States. We are helping, we are doing, we are understanding. No, don't fall in this trap. But you fall in this trap 
because you don't want to take Paul seriously, let alone the prophets. And we are here still in Genesis 41. Before the law through which Israel is chosen. The bread is for everyone. And thus, without jumping ahead, but just a pointer, the biblical decision to have Christ born in Bethlehem is intentional. Because in the rest of the Gospel, he is from Nazareth of Galilee. How do you link the two? You link them literarily and not well he was at one point and then and then. no you hear words and thus it is God's calling that produces his people that's why in Ezekiel they shall be my people and I shall be their God at the end when they will listen to me so, you are a member of the people of God if you obey his directives. And not faith in the misunderstood sense among many people of the Reformation. It's faith. It's very dangerous, friends. You know, the Lutherans have this teaching that all my sins, past, present, and future, have been already atoned for in the blood of Jesus. Which means, the sins um, I shall commit, and thus I'm planning to commit, are already forgiven. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Then you're going to do whatever you do. It doesn't matter. <laughs> And Paul lost his voice as I lost it today when he said in Romans 1 and 2, a Jew is someone who does the will of God, not who knows it. But we are who we are and we're not going to care about these things. But the people who are going to pay the price are the unborn generations. Okay, remember that, friends. 42. Ultimately, the whole idea is to bring the whole Jacob and thus the whole family of Jacob into Egypt so that ultimately the entirety of Jacob would go out of Egypt to the mountain to receive the law. That is very important. Because the text could have said, Jacob and Benjamin came directly to Sinai to meet their brothers and sisters. That's not the story. And all this, and that's the point I would like to stress, is or was orchestrated by Joseph. And you know the story. About he fools them. There is no reason for me to read it. You can read on your own. And the result, that is important thing in the story, is that everybody landed in Egypt 
including Jacob and Benjamin. Here again, Judah becomes very important. You know, he tries to play the hero and so on. But the author prepared you to realize that he was really shoved aside. You cannot put him ahead of Joseph in the story. You know, he offers himself instead of his brother and, you know, the rest of the story. Why? Because Judah is important. Remember, in the book of Judges, he is the first one who heads the tribes, you know, to go into the land. Why? Because it's ultimately preparing you for the story of David that became king of Judah. Things are interconnected. But Joseph remains important in spite of the biblical story that tilts towards Judah. Ultimately, you know that the followers are called Judahites, which is Jews. But you have an interesting text in Ezekiel where, I mean, even in Hosea in chapter 2, everybody will be under David the king and so on, which is important even in Ezekiel. But then Ezekiel has an interesting correction to that where he speaks about the priority of Samaria where you have two sticks in Ezekiel 37 verses 15 and the following the word of the Lord came to me son of man take a stick and write on it for Judah and the children of Israel associated with him then take another stick and write upon it for Joseph the stick of Ephraim and all the house of Israel associated with him and join them together so the totality, and notice that this text is the second part of 37 that begins with the bones and the address is to the bones that are the whole house of Israel in Ezekiel 37.11. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. So the conclusion is that when you add Judah and Israel, they become Israel, they don't become Judah. And hence is reflected the priority of Israel slash Joseph. Okay? And you have it in verse 15, 16 that I read you before, for Joseph the stick of Ephraim, that is always there to remember. So Joseph remains important and as I keep saying and uh, the Jews and also the Christians don't like it when I say it, it's very funny that the totality of the Jews are Israel. Like nowadays you have the Jews but then when you speak with them as a totality, you don't say Judah, which would have been much more correct, but you say Israel. That reflects the centrality of Israel, which is the name of Jacob, but that goes through his son Joseph and Ephraim and Manasseh. 
it's part of the biblical story and the biblical deal and one may not circumvent it and in my latest book I showed that Paul criticized Judaism as being something that was forced by the leaders of Judah to impose on all the circumcised that are Israel. The Bible as Literature is a production of the Ephesus School Network.